The real estate industry and entrepreneurship as we know it is changing. Join me on this journey and discover how to successfully navigate this new world of technology disruption. How do business owners and real estate agents like us achieve sustainable profitability in the midst of automation everywhere? Is it possible to offer the very best customer experience and charge enough to really thrive? Those are the questions. My name is Amy Donaldson, author of Get Off the Cash Flow Roller Coaster. I am your host, and this podcast seeks to find the answers. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I want to welcome a very special guest today. I know most of our listeners are um, real estate agents. And for anyone who doesn't know, video is such a huge, huge part of connecting with our clients. It's so important. I talk to real estate agents about this all the time. And most real estate agents don't have a strong video presence, don't know how to get started. So for today, I brought Jason Whites on the show. I'd love to give him a warm welcome. And he is with Left Mind Media. And I just, I love the name of his company so much. Because um, if you're like me, you probably often get this confused. The right mind, the right side is actually our creative side. And the left side is actually our more analytical side. And this is who you want helping with your video and technology. So um, on that note, I'd like to welcome Jason. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then I know I've got some some questions that I'm wondering about. Yeah, sure. So um, I, and the, it's good that you brought up the, the left mind thing because the, the name really, uh, I derived that to say that I wanted to help businesses succeed more than I wanted to stroke my creative ego, right? A lot of uh, videographers these days apparently only really know how to make a video pretty, right? Which is important, but it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is the strategy that they have in place and the implementation and uh, the content of the video to make sure that all works together to create something that actually works and can serve your business. So that's that's kind of why I came up with Left Mind Media. Yeah, well that's, I mean, it just, I think that's so important because, um... I mean, in real estate, because I know you serve a broader range than just real estate agents, mm -hmm. um, but I'm always thinking about the real estate agents. And as real estate agents, we just have so many balls in the air and so many plates spinning and everyone's telling us, you've got to use video, you've got to use video. And finding the time to implement that, finding the right person to help us with that, it's, you know, it's a huge struggle. Tell me also, I love where the name came from. Tell me also a little bit just about your company philosophy. So my, my company philosophy is that we will, well, first of all, um, it's, it's, a, it's about the idea that we're going to uh, help businesses and we're going to um, put the, the creative side, you know, secondary. So we're going to make that a secondary thing. But um, the, the, the overarching, uh, well, how that applies to real estate agents, I suppose, is, is actually kind of, uh, it's, I have kind of a unique view of what real estate agents need to be doing for video, um, having, having served in that industry before. Um, previously, yeah. I, I was employed um, by a 
uh, a real estate photography and videography company. And I worked there for about nine months. And then um, at that point, they went under. And so, yeah, so in that time, I gained kind of a unique perspective on uh, real estate agents and how they're spending their time and money and energy. And uh, uh, really, uh, it developed after the fact, after that fact. Um, But once that business kind of folded, uh, I started looking elsewhere and found some more useful and practical ways that the real estate agents could use video. Okay, and and that brings me to a great point because in real estate agents that really have two separate needs, and it's and it's hard sometimes to 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 focus. You you can't focus on two things at once. So when a non real estate agent thinks about video for real estate people, the first thing that's going to come to mind is the videos of the houses, Correct. right? Um, but as a real estate agent. The videos that that come to our mind first is the videos that connect us to our clients and that market our services and ourselves. And those really are two different things. Um, What are are your thoughts on that? And how are these kind of competing things? Do we need both? Do you offer both? What's more important? Yeah, exactly. And the the reality is that a lot of uh, real estate agents don't even realize that they should be making the second category of videos that you mentioned. But um, I've got some uh, statistics, uh, some stats here, um, that there are some benefits to home videos, Mm -hmm. uh, but there are also some some serious caveats. So I'm just gonna read these uh, stats here. So first one is that real estate listings with videos receive 403% more inquiries than those without videos. So, I mean, that, you know, that is a, a benefit to having a video on a listing. Um, second, second one is of home buyers who use video in their search, 86% use it to research a particular community. Now, that one speaks to really the second category right? Because those are our community videos. They're more about a community than they are about a particular house. It's not going Uh, to the kitchen in the bathroom. Correct. Yeah. It's it's more about what's what's in the neighborhood, what restaurants are here, things like that. You know, how close is schools? Yeah. Parks. Um, The the third one is that of home buyers who use video in their search, 70% use it to tour the inside of homes. So again, another stat in favor of the home videos. Uh, However, um, according to an NAR study in 2018, only 26% of home buyers watched online real estate videos, which is 10% fewer than 2017. Interesting. Yeah, so it's actually on the decline. It kind of had a spike in in, uh, viewers and uh, kind of usefulness, if you will. And then that, that goes, that's trending down. So, and, and finally, those surveyed found photos to be more than twice as useful as virtual and video tours, and also found detailed descriptions more useful than video. So what that, what that tells me is that, all right, all these home videos were, were produced and everyone thought they were cool and looked at them. And then they realized these really aren't that useful they're kind of declining in, in use. They dropped 10%, like I said, from 2017 to 2018. You know, they, if the stat holds true, that means they've dropped another 20% now. And the photos are, are more than double useful. Uh, 
and uh, than virtual or video tours. And even the descriptions are more useful than video. So that tells me, yeah. So that tells me that uh, real estate agents who are still putting a lot of effort into these videos or a lot of time or a lot of resources really shouldn't be. That's not the best use. So let's talk about the other type of video because this is the one that I'm a huge proponent of and all of my coaching clients, I recommend that everybody um, has a strong, like, and I think you call it a video business card, right? That yeah. really introduces who they are, what they do. And, and yeah, if you could just speak to that for a minute about what, um, I will, what, what that is. I mean, some people have never even heard of that. Um, you know, when you think video business card, it kind of sounds like, oh, you're going to put my name and phone number up on a video. <laughs> the first right. time I heard that word, that's what I thought. And then I was like, oh, that's, that's not what it is. Yeah, it is. It is a kind of a, a bit of a cheesy name. Um, <laughs> I may be working, working that out a little bit here in the, in the near future. But the idea behind a video business card is it really can introduce you to a person in a way that is impossible to do in reality. Because in reality, there's only one of you. And you can only meet with one person at a time. I mean, you can meet with two or three people at a time, yeah. but really have one meeting you know, at a time. And the video business card just works like crazy for you. Um, it basically is introducing you to introducing you to everyone who visits your website, everyone you potentially email, everyone who sees your social media, and there's a host of other ways that it can be used as well. And it's designed in such a way that it's more, it becomes more than an introductory video or an about me video, um, which is what a lot of, uh, again, these other uh, videographers are kind of offering because it takes a deeper look into, into psychology. And we, we look at, at how people connect to advertisements and uh, uh, videos and we, we play that up. So we start, we take, we actually take the, the Apple method when we're doing that. Right. So the idea is that you have your, your kind of inner like lizard brain that has uh, evolved earlier and that contains all your emotions and uh, your feelings and your, your uh, processes there. And then you have your outer brain that says, well, this is, this is my logical reason for believing what my lizard brains believe. This is like, it has math and language and all those things. And so that's actually more true than left brain, right brain. Like <laughs> I may need to look at renaming my <laughs> company to be like inner brain or something like that. Reptilian um, brain. Yeah, reptilian. Yeah, exactly. Lizard brain media. That's actually kind of a cool name, but. <laughs> lizard. Right. Um, but anyway, so you start by speaking to the lizard brain because that's the primal part of people. That's where, um, that's what Apple did so effectively is all these other companies were saying, our computers are so fast and have so much gigahertz and things like this that we're all attacking the outside brain. And yeah, logic. Fact. Right, and Apple said, this is who we are, this is what we believe. And so people immediately either aligned with that or disaligned with that if they're not a good customer for that for Apple. And so that's the approach we take with the video business card is starting with, with um, why you, you're doing what you're doing. And, and we actually have a deep dive session for well, uh, what's interesting. Like, I love that. I love that you brought up Apple because what's interesting, what they did, 
this is something that I talk with my clients about, um, and it's scary. It's really scary because you said something there that, that people either align or disalign. Mm -hmm. And the scary part is the disalign, right? Like, I don't want to push people away. I want to draw people to me. Um, and I just want to speak to that for a minute, because if you look at Apple, for example, right, where it literally aligned and disaligned, and then you end up, you end up with computer users in one of two camps. They're either an Apple user or a PC user. And Apple gets all the Apple users. And let's say it's 50-50 and it's probably somewhere close to there, right? Mm -hmm. So Apple gets that 50%. The other 50% gets divided against all the other competitors. So who wins at the end of the day? And it's the same reason that in, in real estate, when people pick a niche, right? Like um, one agent I know, he only sells rural property. He's not gonna sell a house in a neighborhood. He only sells rural property. That is his brand, it's who he is. He is the, and, and the thing is, if you have rural property and you meet him, you instantly know he is the guy. He's the guy and he knows all about it. And then I know other agents who really highly specialize in luxury property. Now, if you have a modest home, you're not gonna you're not gonna want either of these two. Like you're definitely you would meet either of these people and be instantly repelled. But the thing is, the luxury property guy. Get if you have a multi-million dollar home, you know that he is the guy for that pro. And it, and you instantly know. And I'm it's another real estate agent who comes to mind who she specializes in um, Portland bungalows. And yes, if you own a home that's not a Portland bungalow, you might not want to hire her, but there's so many Portland bungalows, right? And, and if she can get in front of somebody who owns that kind of house, even if a close relative of theirs is a real estate agent, they're highly likely to choose her because they're like, yeah, and, and, and this has happened where someone will tell their very close friend, I would totally use you, except that I have a, this specific type of house and this is what she does, right? And there's people who specialize in short sale and people just need to really understand how the, the riches are in the niches. Um, and yeah, telling your story and having an identity uh, because facts tell, stories sell. And that's what I love about video. And I'm sorry, I had actually cut you off because you were talking oh, no. about um, that. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, Jason. Yeah, I've heard it said that the um, the way I've heard it said is the, the uh, story you tell is more important than the product you sell. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and it's, video, it's really true. Yeah, because video really allows people to tell their story their way. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like get it dialed in, speak to your people, find your tribe, you know, tell, tell your story and your people will come and the people. And here's what, what, um, I want real estate agents to take away from this, especially when you're building your business. And as you're building your business, it, you're, you're in the process of building it. Cause at, at, at that point you don't, you don't quite have enough. So to put something out that's gonna push someone away is a very, very scary thought. But for every yeah. per person you push away, you pull so many more towards you. And, and the thing is, nobody likes lukewarm. Be hot or be cold, 
Don't be lukewarm. Don't be, because at that point, when you're not pushing anyone away, you're also not pulling anyone toward, you don't have any, any draw or any gravitational pull. Um, and it's completely ineffective. And as soon as people specialize and zero in their ideal customer, they know who they, and it's like a laser. It just like, it just finds them and resonates with them. And the more you resonate with someone and pull on their emotions, they're, they're more likely to refer you. They're more likely to share your stuff on social media, right? Because nobody likes lukewarm, but if you're hot, 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 all the people who love hot are going to share and, and love. And, but all the people who like cold are going to be like, no, 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 that's way too hot. Right. <laughs> and you got to just not, because here's the other thing. If you're hot, 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 but you're being lukewarm to appeal to everybody, most of your hot, hot, hot people, they're like, oh, it's lukewarm. You're, you and you will attract some cold people and you're going to hate working with them. Yeah. And I'm just using hot and cold as an example. It could have been like red and green, right? If you're red and you like red people, don't try to be like orange so that you're getting, be red and get all the red people and, and push away all the green people and don't, don't, uh, because the thing is when you attract the wrong clients, it is a terrible experience for the client and for the agent. Yeah. Yeah, right, and it's absolutely. probably the same in your industry. If you're attracting the wrong personality type, it's it's a tug. There's a tug of war, and it it just it feels awful. And for me personally, like I'm you know I'm like obsessed with excellence. I want to deliver the very best customer experience um, to all you know. And, and like right now, my clients are real estate agents. I want to deliver the best experience to them as a coach. But if I'm attracting the wrong people, um it's not going to be a good experience for them. And then that's just a terrible experience for me, right? I'd much rather the person that doesn't align with my thinking or my philosophies, I would much rather just have them never hire me to begin with than have a bad experience. Like that's <laughs> because then at the end of the day, and same thing, you know, when I was selling real estate and same thing as a real estate agent, I'd rather have someone not hire me than have a bad experience because my gosh, it, sure, at the end of the day, you get your paycheck, you get it closed, everybody can move on, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. There's a terrible, and it takes away from your productivity with all of the agent, the, all of the clients who you adore and love when you've got someone who's, who's like all of your attention and energy goes to that bad seed. So to me, really excellent marketing does two things. It attracts your ideal customers, which is the main purpose, but it repels the people that you don't want to work with. And, and most business owners, I think, don't recognize how vitally important that second part is. You need to repel the bad apples because they, they'll ruin your business. Yeah, absolutely. It's an, it's an often overlooked benefit of the video business card. Yes. That ability to repel you know, people that you don't want to meet with. And the awesome thing is it does it in two minutes. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's really, so it's really cool. I mean, for, for most, um, for most of my clients, I recommend that their website be very parsed down and just contain the video business card up front, a little, uh, contact form or in intake form, which I'll talk about in just a second that, cause that does something cool too. Okay. And, and then maybe if you just, you know, points of text, just a little extra confirmation pieces so that those people who are not entirely convinced from the video can kind of read about you and say, all right, all right, all right. 
But um, the reality is 72% of people today would rather watch a video than read text. So if you would just have text on your website, that's a, a big problem. Yeah, you're, you're pushing, now you're pushing yeah. your ideal client away, which is not what we right. want to do. And so the, uh, what's cool about having your website set up this way is you've got that, the video on there, which is already gonna disalign some people, but then you have this form, this contact form and you want the form to have a few questions. Now there's a couple uh, ways you could arrange it. Like you can put, for instance, your calendar first and then have a video to have them fill out the form or you can just have the form on there. But having an intake form will also reveal to you if you're getting bad clients right away. If you oh. phrase the questions in a specific way, it will let you know that those people are not really worth you know, your time and like, it's not worth wasting their time either. What kind of questions? So in my case, uh, a lot of the questions have to do with um, what kind of like what kind of uh, media are you buying already? So that I know, first of all, are they savvy enough to be spending money on advertising as it is? Uh, if they're if they're not, if they don't have anything. You know, that's a red flag for me. Um, uh, another question is, and this this one's important for me. Um, are you the sole uh, uh, are you the sole decision maker in your company? Oh yeah. Because I'm, I don't want to have a meeting with someone if they're not going to be the sole decision maker in their company. I want to make sure the other person is there as well. Yeah. Um, with, with us too, it's a, as a homeowner, you know, right. Am I meeting with just the husband? Am I meeting with the husband and the wife? Are they both exactly. on title? I've had yeah. situations where, yeah, I go into a listing, I'm meeting with the husband Turns out he's not even on title. She's on title. Yeah. Not even, not yeah. even both of them. It's a waste of your time with yeah. to not meet with someone because then you have to set up another meeting at, at the very best, right? Yes. So at the best, you're turned, you turned one meeting into two meetings that didn't need to be two meetings. Correct. Yeah. So, so um, just questions like that, that um, can identify if you're now no, like for the, the, um, you know, for the uh, rural or the luxury home agent, like you mentioned, like you could put really simple things like, is your home worth a million dollars or more? Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it could be simple qualifiers like that, but that way you, you know that you're not getting someone who's out of left field and just, uh, just wasting your time. Yeah. Or do you believe your home? Because sometimes that's a tough right. one. Yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. people are wanting us to, to, they're like, I don't know, maybe it's 890. Maybe it's 1.2. I don't know. You know, like, um, yeah. So like right. that, that's that, kind of, but again, like you said, it's how you word it. So like that yeah. agent will know. Correct. How to word it for his people. And you can even ask them about, you know, in, in that case, uh, their personal like income level or, or do they, you know, are you, are you like, are you running a successful business kind of, or something like that? Well, there could be some more subtle ways the to the neighborhood and the square footage of the house. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like then you that would give you an idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have to craft this thing. So it's, it's, so it's not too long. So that it doesn't turn off too many people from filling it out, yeah. but you want it to have enough information that it can give you uh, to to make sure. And then the other the other cool thing it does is it it kind of um, it kind of frames you differently. This is something that uh, I talk about a lot is is framing and pre framing, and 
you are going to be um, pre-framed in a specific way here. And <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, sorry, forgot what I was saying. Um, you're going to be pre-framed in a, in a specific way with this form. And that is that you are an expert and that you uh -huh. don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Because it gives the impression that they are applying to work with you. Yeah. So by giving that impression of an application, that, that, makes, that makes a really, lot of difference. And when you really specialize, you can successfully make people feel that way mm -hmm. and make them want to work with you and draw them in. Um, and it's, and it's a notion that like, cause as real estate agents, we're so used to having to chase the business that yeah, the exactly. thought that it could be chasing us is kind of like, that's kind of, um, the, you know, it's like this mysterious concept that they, it, it's like most agents I think know it's possible because there's a few agents that, that have that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do, how do I get that? My phone isn't just ringing. People aren't contacting me. You know, they're not lining up to work with me like they are right. with that. You know, how do, how do I make that happen? And you're right. Having um, a video, like a contact form, mm -hmm. not just a click here button, but making people go through a little bit of work. Yeah, I love making the client go through because the thing is like the clients that you want to work with they will, they will go through that. And anyone, like anyone yeah. listening here who is a client of mine knows that they all had to fill out a form before meeting with me. Maybe some people don't, maybe there's some people that just heard that that are like, wait, really? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I thought mine's like three pages long. Oh yeah. And the, the reality is um, if you are chasing someone, they will run away from you. But if you make them chase you, like that's, that's the position you want to be in is you always want to be pursued, not chasing after something like you said. Yeah. If chasing after, if, if you're uh, a human's natural response to being chased is yeah. to run away. Run, run away. Right. And that's, that's been... true. Of, it's true of literal chasing and figurative. Well, so. yeah. And I, um, tell us to real, I've a kind of a, like an image that I tell to real estate agents all the time. Um, it's, it's kind of along the same concept because in our industry, so this is a question that real estate agents ask when, when they first meet with someone, they often ask, are you working with another agent? The reason they do that, we, we have in our code of ethics, we're not allowed to um, infringe upon like an exclusive relationship they might have. So you do need to find out because we can't interfere with an exclusive relationship that, that someone has. So you do need to find that out. But because of that, most, most agents, that'll be like the first thing they ask someone, are you working with an agent? And the other, they invariably say yes, even when then you can tell that they're not, right? Because then you're like, oh, what's their name? They're like, um, it's a woman with some real estate company somewhere. And you're just like, gosh darn it, you are not, like, you know they're not working with someone, but they just said yes, so you can't go further. And I'm always explaining to people, I'm like, it's kind of like, imagine a woman sitting in a bar, hoping to meet someone. If a guy sits next to her, and says, hey, do you have a boyfriend? She's gonna be like, yes. And then 10 minutes later, she's gonna be like, wait a minute, he was actually cute, why did I? It's like this reflex, whereas 
if he sat down next to her and was like, hey, I'm, I'm John. And she's like, oh, my name's Amy. Oh, well, can I buy you a drink? Like you take the next step. And, and eventually, if he wants to date her, he does need to establish that she's not seeing somebody else. And like, that's what I explained to real estate agents. I'm like, it's kind of the same thing. Eventually, if you want to work with them, you need to establish that. But, but eventually, it's not, not, it doesn't have to be the first thing you ask. Right. And agents tell me that it isn't, but it's kind of the same thing you're talking about where there's certain questions that have like a reflex and yeah, and chasing someone, there's a, there's a reflex to run, even if they want your services, even if they otherwise want to work with you, the minute you start chasing, you've lost it. Mm -hmm. You need yeah. to start attracting. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some things in the video that help that? So the biggest, the biggest thing is the, the biggest thing that is the start of the video in which we ask, um, I mean, we ask why you do what you do. Okay. And before the video, I, I mentioned this before, but before the video starts, I think this is where we left off actually. Okay. <laughs> we have a bit of a, we have a, a deep dive session. And in that deep dive session, I ask um, the questions I should already know we should have a strategy session first, which should give me some of the responses to find out like what kind of customers you want. But we, we, in the deep dive session, I'll ask you why you're doing this. And that usually uh, we go through a few iterations okay. because they'll say, you know, I, well, I like helping people, which is of yeah. course every industry ever like that's everyone's answer is that's I like not help the right people. answer like that is not the right answer that is what absolutely everyone will say and uh just to give you a heads up right now <laughs> so yeah every, like, everyone will say I like to help people okay that's, that's great, everything but, I don't like when I see on people's and I see this on like plumbers or electric on the side of their vans that say honesty integrity loyalty right. I'm like who does it who have you been hanging out with that you feel like yeah. you need to say that yeah yeah, right. And, and if that's the best you got, and that kind of, to me, that just gets you a seat at the table. Like, right. of course you like helping people. You were born human, right? <laughs> like, that's how we're designed. Yep. Yeah, that's not the right answer. So yeah, tell me a no. little, I'm sorry. I'm going off so, on the tangent. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. So we, we, will, we will dive deeper and help you uncover what your actual why is. And a lot of the times that ends up being kind of an aha moment for the business owner where uh, they, they maybe knew it um, kind of subconsciously, but they didn't really know what it was out loud. And yeah. so that, that can be really powerful. Alone. Yeah, they didn't know how. And so just by asking those questions and those clarifying questions and digging, digging through a few layers can really help uncover that. So that's the biggest, and that's the, by and large, the biggest thing, which is of course up front in your video, because, you know, you have only a few seconds to capture someone's attention these days. So if you only have a few seconds and you need to hook them right away with either a powerful personal story or a, a, a reason why you're doing this that makes you um, unique. And then the, the other part of it that uh, really will drive them home is after a couple other pieces, we ask you um, how you're different. And we'll also do the deep dive there. So we'll really find out something that actually makes you different, which a lot of times, again, that is not the first thing that comes to mind. 
Yeah, uh, if not instance. that I care. Well, real estate agents often tell me like how much they care about their clients. I'm like, if yeah. I'm hearing this from every single agent that I work with, that's not how you're different. That's that's one of the things that makes you really excellent and makes people love you. You know, like it, it, it's important, but that's not different. That's everybody. Yeah. Everybody else. Real estate agents have such a heart for their clients. And they all do. And, and most don't realize that all real estate agents feel that way. I mean, real estate agents, mm -hmm. you know, half the agents I know would stand in front of a bus for their clients. <laughs> I mean, they do. They, they care so much and they work so hard that when an agent tells, so it is kind of a, it, it's like a touchy thing when, when I'm, when, cause I go through that too in my coaching, you know, what makes you different it's like, oh, I care. They'll, they'll tell me how much they care and they'll tell me about some of these things. And I'm like, oh, at what point do I tell them, you think you're the only one that's built a crib for right. a client on moving day? <laughs> you think you're the only one that's gone back and cleaned a house after your clients moved out and didn't yeah. leave it? You know, it's like, this is what real estate agents do. Yeah. Um, which is really a beautiful thing. You know, so it, it it's interesting, like when people are tell, like pouring their heart out and telling you all these ways that they've like jumped over the moon. I'm like, yeah, that's all agents. <laughs> but every agent does have their unique value proposition. Right. But it's usually not, and you want the, you want the clients to know how much you care. Yes. But that's not what makes you different. That's one of the many reasons they should hire you. But what makes every agent different usually has to do with whatever they did before coming into real estate. They mm -hmm. all have a background. Like there's one agent that I work with who used to work in um, like adult foster care. Right. And once we really discovered that this was kind of a passion center of hers and what, you know, made her, you know, and she would, she would jump the moon for her clients too. But once we realized that, wow, she really appeals to these older generations, people, you know, helping people move out of their last home and into a foster care now, right? Yeah. It was more the niche that she, you know, so she started working with people, you know, end of life transitions or doing a lot of estate planning um, or estate sales for people who had passed away, you know, kind of niching in there. It's like, that's a very specific niche. And that's a really, um, that's a really difficult niche because agents often want to um, like, nobody wants to be an ambulance chaser of dead people. You know, you don't, you don't right. want to be, you don't want to be soliciting someone who just lost their mom. And, and I get that. But if you have experience in adult foster care, and so you're familiar with the end of life, everything, um, and dealing with their family members, you're really coming at this at a place of, from a place of service, not solicitation. Mm -hmm. And, and that can be a very lucrative niche. That's not very competitive. That's really underserved for that reason, you know, and like her business just exploded once she realized that like, no, you're not soliciting these people. You're helping them in a time of when, when somebody's family member dies, selling the house is one of the biggest stresses when they don't know who to call. Almost yeah. everything else they're dealing with, they can have their best friend help them, right? Clearing stuff out, doing the yard sale, even the banking stuff that you don't need an actual financial planner. You can just call someone and be like, hey, can you help me close out all my mom's accounts or figure out where it is? But you can't call somebody, if you don't know somebody who's licensed 
Did you, you yeah. can't just call your best friend and be like, can you like find a buyer? You, you absolutely need a professional. And when you don't know who to call and you don't want to be interviewing a bunch of people, it's a huge service, right? So usually mm -hmm. the real estate agent, they're, what makes them different in their unique value proposition usually has to come. I always call it, it comes from your past life, you know, right. whatever you did before real estate. So if you were, um, you know, if you were into politics then you know, maybe you're going to, that's, that's, there's going to be certain thing, you know, we're going to then find the parallels and see, okay, where should you niche in? What, what did you learn from that, that you're bringing in? Because it's not how much you care about your agents like, or your clients. Every agent I spoke to will, you know, jump over the moon for their clients or stand in mm -hmm. front of a moving bus. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Agents listening to this are like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Wait, I thought that was my <laughs> special thing. <laughs> not. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, we identify that and call it out and, um, then it's also important to end your video with a call to action. Okay. Not, not everyone ends their video with a call to action. Um, what do you mean by that? Us. So a call to action is a really specific uh, thing you want to happen next. Okay. So if you want to have them fill out the form on your website, you need to say, fill out the form on your website. Gotcha. Right? So, so you are... Um, and and it's, it's really important when you're doing a call to action as well that you first I identify the person. So, so you're kind of, you've said all this stuff about who you help and why you help them and what makes you different and, and, and all that stuff. And then you just kind of have to repackage who they are so they can say, yes, I am this person. And then you tell them to fill out the form on your website or email you or call you and don't give them choices. Don't give them a, ch a choice to email you or call you or fax you or text you or, you know, whatever message, Facebook message you. Just give them one option that you, you want to happen and uh, uh, let that be that. Um, but having that call to action at the end is really powerful because otherwise people are going to watch a video and go, that's, cool. That, that was cool. Yeah. Okay. Now what? Um, so you, you got to have a next next step in there. So what do you think is the biggest problem in the industry today and how can we address it? So the biggest problem in the industry, and this, this again speaks more to that first, uh, first set of videos we were talking about, the home tour videos, yes. is that realistically, I haven't found a good way to say this yet, but real estate agents don't make the best clients for video people. Interesting. So, and why is that? Do you mean when they're doing the home videos or their business card video? Specifically, the home videos. When they're doing, when they're making a video business card or something, that the real estate agent is really investing in themselves, which is a great move. But when they're making the home videos, as we talked about the stats earlier and the decline of use of videos, they're the really the the I I, I should have looked this stat up, but I think it's like sixty percent or something like that of uh, home, home sellers will list with you if you promise to make them a video. Yeah. So really, that's the only reason to make a video of a home. Yeah. Because the photos are more useful. Yeah, it's not that it the actually helps sell the home, it helps business. 
Exactly. So the videos are not selling the home. So why are you spending so much money? Well, it's to get the listing, right? That's the only reason. Yeah, if you made the promise at the listing appointment, you got to keep the promise. Exactly. So with these home videos that, that they're making, um, what I noticed when I was working in the industry was the insane um, demand. The insane, um, the because the, it was crazy to not like this is my perspective as a as a real estate a videographer slash photographer i first of all could not plan anything more than a week ahead right because i didn't know what listings were going to come up and i didn't even i even that week ahead i didn't you know more listings could pop up that i had to go and capture like that that day because the homeowner was away for that day and that day only yeah um and, and then the turnaround time was also insane. It was a one day turnaround time for all of our videos, which um, would, which uh, to, make a, make to make a good time. video, it takes a lot longer to edit. Yeah. And um, the other thing was, yeah, we weren't making a, a whole lot of money. So realistically, if this were any other business, I would be charging all kinds of rush fees for this job. Yeah. And I would be charging way more than I normally charge for, for a job. So um, a lot of these video, a lot of these videos, as a result, you get lower quality videographers because they learn quickly that it's not a good industry to be in. Yeah, and you get just this uh, kind of um, I don't want to say like I don't want to say that the the videographers end up like hating real estate agents or anything like yeah. that. Because, the, the reality is you guys are a great bunch of people and we actually love you and you, you know, you guys are, are fantastic to, to work for, but working with you, we get an animosity towards um, your profession as clients. It's because it's, it's high demand and high. Yeah, exactly. So it's very high demand, very high maintenance. So really one way to address it is to just be nicer to your videographer. Oh, yes. <laughs> right i agree with that be nicer to everybody buy them lunch once in a while tip them maybe try and pay them a little bit more if you can um just just doing those things alone would, would be great the other thing is because these videos are not selling the homes relax your your lead time relax your time requirements a little bit yeah. so you want your time requirements where, where you're strict on your time to be on your photos and getting those up but if the video takes a week or two, it's not that, that big of a deal. It's not going to yeah. kill you. As long as it's eventually up there, then you're good. Well, and a lot of that too, this is something I work with agents on, is helping to set your client's expectations, mm -hmm. right? And saying, because in order to make that flow, if, if the seller is expecting that on day one and it's not there, that puts the real estate agent in a bad place, which is why they put pressure on the videographer. Um, and what a lot of real estate agents don't realize is that your conversation beforehand with the client would say, oh, I'll absolutely do a video. Just so you know, we usually have photos back within 24 hours. The videos take a week or two, which means one of two things. We can either sign paperwork now and list your home two weeks from when the videographer gets here, or we can still list next weekend as planned and then we'll just add the video later which actually has certain benefits because when you first come on the market you're a brand new listing and then if we are on the market a week or two 
it gives us something to give it a little bit of a, you know, so you can sell it as a, exactly. as a benefit that we're going to be this brand new listing, which hopefully we get it sold before we even get the video. And then we didn't need it, which is totally fine. But then if we are still on the market, you know, 10 days in, that's a great time to do a little push because then we, we can do more marketing. We don't have to look at a price adjustment, which is also another good segue to say, and if we hit the 30 day mark, we're having a price adjustment conversation. <laughs> so it, but it's a very, it's a very positive way to tee everything up for what's going to happen, like what the goals are, what otherwise could happen. Um, and just setting expectations mm -hmm. with, um, rather than putting pressure over here, set different expectations over there. Right. Yeah. That's a great, it, great tip. Well, and then the thing is too, the sellers, the sellers aren't as demanding as real estate agents. Like real estate agents want to do a good job for their sellers. Like so badly, they want everything to be perfect for them that somehow it creates this illusion that our sellers are really that demanding. They're really not all what the, what the, what the homeowner wants. This has been my experience after selling hundreds of homes and training hundreds of agents. So it's like, I've got a pretty good pool of data. What the, what the sellers want is for their, for the reality to match their expectation. So what causes when sellers want something done right away, that is usually not coming from them. That desire usually came from the fact that the agent promised it right away. Mm -hmm. right. right. If the agent says, oh, we should be able to get this back within three days and three days roll by. Now the client is, is getting upset that it had whatever the thing is, whether it's the video photos, flyers, right. Um, and so it does, it does create that illusion that while well, my clients want it in three days, like actually probably two would be better. But it's like, no, 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 no. You promised it in three days. Mm -hmm. They want you to keep your promises. So make, make lower promises so you can yep. over deliver. Yep. Under promise over deliver. Like that's a phrase that we use as well uh, yes. as video people. Um, Cause I always, I always, you know, estimate my work is going to take two, three weeks to edit yep. knowing that we can probably edit it in a week. Um, yeah. And then you can also, then that gives the real estate agent the ability to go to their client and be like, guess what? Yep. We have the video back early. We can go live with it now. Um, so yeah. yeah, you're just buying yourself extra time and, and an extra space in that breathing room. So that's, which is super important. It's, it's mega important for, for any business. Okay. And, um, before we started, um, we had talked about a special gift for my listeners. And I think this would be a great time if you wanted to share. Um, do you have a special gift for my, for my listeners? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. Yeah. But anyone listening, we had not talked about this ahead of time. I'm just really turning the heat up on him. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, um, so anyone who's interested in getting their own video business card, uh, can go to my site, my website, it's www.leftmindmedia.com. And if you mention uh, this uh, podcast anywhere in your contact with me, you can go on there and there's a, I believe you, you'll want to watch my video business card up at the top. And then um, there's a, a calendar down there where we can set up a consultation. And if you just mention in the notes, uh, setting up the consultation or anywhere 
you know, even during the consultation, this podcast, I will give you 10% off of the price that I quote you for your video business card. 10% off guys. That is huge savings. So thank you, Jason. I think that's very, very generous of Thanks. you. Um, and yeah, do you have any closing? This has been really informative, by the way. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, the last thoughts. You know, the the we talked about a lot of stuff today, but the last thing to note too is just that the the video business card is really uh, where I recommend people get their start. I've also got some um, YouTube, we didn't even get to this, but I've got some YouTube videos that I think they can make as well. But I really recommend everyone start by getting a video business card because it's what we call a defensive asset, right? In marketing, you have your defense and your offense. Your defense being everything that's where people are going to find you. Your offense being what you do to get people there. Gotcha. Oh yeah. I like it. Oh yeah. So they're like already on your website checking yes. you out. That's your Correct. defensive line. That's and your, your offensive line would be like our marketing. Right. So your that would be, so your on, so your offense is things like YouTube marketing, um, Facebook ads, you know, things like that, that are going to drive people somewhere. You want them to drive them to a video business card because of all the reasons we talked about before, most people are, are watching videos and not reading texts anymore. Um, that number is probably only going up, I imagine. And um, uh, you want to have your defense in place firmly before you look at offense, but there's a lot of offensive ways to use video as well. Well, good. Well, thank you so much. And how do people reach you? You said you've got your website. Yeah, um, that's is that the best way for people to find you. That probably is the best way. So www.leftmindmedia.com. Okay. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you very much. This has been very informative. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. That was another fun episode of Get Off the Cash Flow Roller Coaster. If you found this to be useful, we would love it if you rate and review. We're looking for five-star ratings and please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. We would love, um, we're just looking to help as many people as possible. So thank you for tuning in.